Every Thursday, we'll be releasing a pair of interviews with some amazing nonprofits talking about their awesome impact in the communities they are in. We'll talk about some challenges they've faced and chat about their best tips and tricks that might just help your organization do good better. Hey, enjoy these mini episodes of inspiration that make a major difference in the lives of those served by these incredible nonprofits. Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word do good better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Choosing a partner to help you achieve success in your business or personal finances is a big decision. You need a devoted advisor who's experienced and attentive and invested in helping you accomplish your goals. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Brady Martz. Brady Martz knows that you've got a lot of options to choose from, but we're confident that Brady Martz is the right accounting firm for you. they got more than a half a century of experience making everyday count through tax, accounting, audit, and business advisory services. So... Contact Brady Marts to learn more about their unique solutions that they can provide you and your nonprofit. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk with people who are going to help our small and non small, medium-sized nonprofits do good better. Sometimes, and actually most of the time, the people who can help our small and medium-sized nonprofits are actually leaders of small and medium-sized nonprofits. I've got a great one for you today. We're going to welcome our friend Jonathan Krause. He's the executive director of Love Never Fails. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast, Jonathan. Thank you, Patrick. I'm so glad to be with you and your listeners today. I'm super excited about this. And I think as people are scrolling through iTunes or looking at Spotify or finding us on YouTube, and they're going to go, love never fails. I like this concept, but they might not know all the dirty details about what you do. So at a 5,000 foot view, could you tell our listening audience who you are, what you do and why we're talking today? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, in India, there's 200 million children that live in extreme poverty. Their parents make less than $2 a day. They're not getting an education. They're not getting a proper mail. And you know what? Most people don't know. They don't have any hope for their future. But compassion compels us that love never fails to step in, to provide a path out of poverty for these kids, to be the first to break poverty in their bloodline, to be the first to ever learn English, to be the first to have hope that they're going to be able to impact their community. And that's what we stand for at Love Never Fails, is to help children in poverty have a way out. I love it. So what particularly does your organization provide, whether it's programs and services and everything in between, to try to stop this generational uh, poverty uh, with those that you're serving? As a former teacher, education. You know, when I go to these slums in India, and I've been eight times since COVID started back to mm. India. I've never once met a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer that lives in the slums in deep poverty. It's all 
uneducated people. That's our main focus. Then we provide nutritious food because then we found out if the child is not healthy because their body's not properly uh, fueled, they're not going to be able to go to school and learn. So the kids come to our center, they get an education, they get fed, and they're getting counseling by our staff to instill hope in them and somebody that's there, that's been there, done that, and they can guide them along the way. I love that. Do you find that uh, investing in an organization like yourself, um, where the rate of a uh, $2 you know, is it $2 a year? Is that what it is? The, $2 a day. They make $2 less than $2 a day. $2 a day. $2 a day. Um, the, the dollar you invest in an organization like yourself goes exponentially further in these cases where you have the ability to affect so many more people on a grander scale. Absolutely. We have 57 staff in India. Hmm. 57. We just broke the $500,000 mark as an organization. People will think that's crazy. In America, it's not possible, but that's how far the dollar goes, that our staff bandwidth is so wide from one side of the country to the other because the dollar goes so far, makes such an impact. That's fantastic. I know as a uh, as an executive director of a nonprofit organization, the uh, the chaos reigns on a regular basis, which is always so much fun. And, uh, and sometimes we get caught up in the, uh, oh, I don't even know, why we even do this anymore. Is there a story that you go back to, or is there an impact moment that you go back to when the going gets the toughest and you're like, Oh, that's why we wake up and do what we do every day. Yes, definitely. I've been in this for 12 years. Uh, You're talking about like the challenges from a from what I face, or are you talking about the stories that I see that compel me to keep saying, you know what, this is tough, but I'm going to keep going to help these kids. Yes, that one. Okay. Well, India is home to the most orphans of any country, 25 million. Mm. There was a lady from a village. She was 15. She got pregnant out of marriage, which is a big no-no, not even the least bit acceptable in India in a small village. She said, you know what, I'm just going to kill the baby. Because otherwise, I know my family will kill me or they'll disown me, which is very much reality. So somebody that she knew came forward. She said, they said, don't kill the baby. Give the baby to us and we'll raise the baby. So she did that. She disappeared for a little bit from her village. She had the baby. She gave it away. She went back to her village like life was normal. Well, this little girl, her name is Pyle. And she got into the hands of a husband and wife that were HIV positive. Their health deteriorated. They were on their deathbed. She bounced around from place to place and nobody really could take her for long. And then somebody heard about our children's home in India, one of our children's homes. And we didn't really have space at the time, but her story was so compelling. She was such a precious child. She was just five years old. We took her in. And shortly after we took her in, the mom, the person that she called mom and dad, the family that, um, adopted her. They both died of HIV. Now, fast forward six years later, this little girl is in such a good environment. She speaks fluent English. 
If you go from poverty to speaking English, you'll get to middle class. That's how powerful speaking English is because English schools are not free in India. And now she's thriving. She's a healthy, vibrant little kid that when we have visitors that come from America, they're saying, we can't even imagine that girl has been through all that. Bounced around. We got her at the right age. She's doing great. There's no doubt that whatever God has put in her heart to be, doctor, lawyer, whatever, she can accomplish that. And she will have the support at our children's home too. What I love about this organization too, is I think it, it provides such unbelievable perspective from like everybody's day-to-day life sitting again, I'm sitting in Fargo, North Dakota. My biggest hang up today is I might have to shovel snow at the beginning of April. Like, right. So that's kind of a thing that like, that's my big thing. And when, when you talk about some of these stories, um, that's just such an unbelievable perspective giver. And so uh, the, the idea of donating and that the impact is sort of like a hundred X, uh, that you get to use to make some of these, um, kids stories change direction exponentially. Mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible. And I know that there's probably a lot of challenges COVID aside, there's probably a lot of challenges to navigate some of these things. What's one of the biggest challenges that you currently have and how are you trying to uh, get yourself out of that? Or how do we, how do we help get you from point A to point B? Absolutely. Yeah. No, being an executive director in a nonprofit, you have to know how to pivot. There comes a time, maybe it worked really good at one point, but you have to change gears. And I think that's what keeps nonprofits going strong, uh, continuing with momentum that will build momentum. For us, it was it was trips to India because we wanted people to come and see the work. They were so touched. You know, we had one lady, she came two times and she came back. And now we just finished building a half million dollar building because she saw the work. She was with the kids for days. Her heart was so touched. She went and got other people involved and used her resources. And now we just uh, inked with that same lady. We just signed the papers for a new land that we're going to build a playground for a community um, for this children's home and the people of the community. So, uh, yeah, you know, that was one thing. We were focused on getting people to India to see the work, but it's a lot of logistics. It's crazy to manage a team of 10 people flying internationally, getting to India, then flying to another location, staying, um, you know, and then with COVID, they, it just really made it so much harder because they had so many questions we couldn't answer. How about if I'm quarantined? How much does it cost? What does this look like? Nobody knows. You might never be quarantined. I've been eight times since COVID. I've never gotten quarantined. <laughs> I have been sick a couple of times. I don't know. It just seemed like a regular cold to me. Nobody tested me and said, we're quarantining you. But now we're moving away from the mission trips. We mm-hmm. don't want people just coming over you know, because it's taking a lot out of our staff bandwidth here in America. I find that we can find other things that could be more impactful for us. You know, maybe we'll take over a few people, but no longer where we're trying to list several trips on our website. It's something that recently we made a decision. We're not going to go that route anymore. Let's focus on something else that could be more impactful to help us reach our mission. And that's to get these kids out of poverty. I love it. Niching down is one of the best things that you can do as an organization, especially when you're trying to pivot and try to figure out how to go uh, from X uh, from X to Y or uh, A to B. Perfect. Awesome. 
And with that kind of information, my friend, I would love you to give a tip or a trick to a nonprofit leader listening today or that gets this passed on to somebody. Hey, what have you learned in the 12 years you've been doing this that somebody else could take and go have an aha moment the way that you did? Absolutely. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start in order to be great. Ooh. You might have a new endeavor that you want to do. I remember when we first started doing mission trips, I sucked at it, bringing all these people over. Even though I lived in India for seven years, it was a different challenge organizing everything from America. But then we got to the point to where it started to be pretty effective. But then, you know, it took a lot of time and reaching out to people. You have to start somewhere. It's, you know, Patrick, I'm sure when you did your first podcast, you weren't as amazing as you are now. And you didn't have all the followers, but you had that passion. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start in order to be great. Take I a think step that, out in faith. That's, that is such a, an unbelievable thing that people are sort of terrified. They plan the plan to plan the plan and they never do. And you're going to never know how to adjust or pivot or, uh, or sort of uh, get from any distance unless you just take a step. It is such a wonderful full reminder, Jonathan. Thank you so much for that. And speaking of thank you so much, I think people listening want to thank you by uh, giving you a whole bunch of money or clicks or likes. How on earth do people do it? How do people get a hold of your organization? How do get people get a hold of you and learn more about Love Never Fails? Absolutely. I would appreciate if your listeners would go to our website at loveneverfailsindia.com and see what we're doing, how we're making an impact for children in poverty in India Our social media sites are all listed on there. And I really appreciate it for your time today, Patrick. Well, I appreciate you. Um, I will put all of those links in the show notes. And while you're getting wrapping up this podcast, listeners, why don't you go ahead and click on all of those and give as much as possible. While you're clicking around, by the way, like and subscribe and share this podcast. Give a five-star review because this is the type of thing that we have literally every time we have a podcast. Awesome people like Jonathan. And then get back into the show notes and go click on it again and then like and share the rest of uh, his story. Love never fails. Get as much money as you can. Just throw it over there. It's going to be great. Again, your money goes so much further here. It's incredible. Jonathan, thanks so much for what you do. I think uh, sharing and shedding the light on things that we don't think about all the time because we, if it's out of sight, out of mind, right? We don't think about 200 million people in poverty. We don't think about two, you know, 25 million orphans, uh, in a place that you are dedicating your life to. So thank you so much for that. And also thanks so much for being a guest here on the official do good, better podcast. Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you go to dogooduniversity.com, that's dogooduniversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesomer, a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free, because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, Use the promo code PODCAST. Take 25% off of anything that you purchase. And 
I'm going to throw in a book as well because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer, and I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today. 